the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Black Forest Motorsports sponsors this show. If you've got a BMW Mini or a uh, Porsche, Black Forest Motorsports could be your dealer alternative. Not only that, you want to go racing? They'll help you get a trophy. Go to BlackForestAutomotive.com, BlackForestAutomotive.com. Well, Brittany's in the house. Mm-hmm. She had to go to Tech again. I finally got to go to Tech. I've never gone to Tech that was at, your Barona. First time to tech? at Barona. I have um, at a few other tracks, Were but Barona's gonna... so tough. Were they going to take you apart? They did check something. Well, they ch- How's your nose? <laughs> Everything's good. It's nice and straight? Yes, yes. Faster? Yes, we're all good. We're all fa- good. Is it faster? It was a great night of racing. Yeah, so then when they fixed yeah. B&B, fixed your nose, did it go faster? Uh, um, yeah, she's not beautiful, oh, but she's in one piece. So she has no paint. There's no powder coat on the half of her front end. Uh, yeah, it's okay. But it worked. Got the job Yeah, done. got the job Is that done. like a big Band-Aid? He cut off and put on new I knew he part would. of my chassis. And I hadn't yeah. even seen it, but you couldn't look. You'd... Yeah, I did, and That's I'll like get a... under her tomorrow and start and cleaning. Start cleaning. All right, who you got for guests? Well, uh, I wanted to start by reminding the listeners that Isle of Man is back. Due to COVID, it was gone for a couple of years. Did it shut down for two and years? Yes, and so it's two back. Years. It opened this weekend with um, some practice, and I think all through the week is qualifying. Next Saturday, June 4th. Racing begins, mm. and it's related to our guests. We do have special guests in studio. Mm-hmm. They've been here before. They have <laughs> so much history to share. We knew we needed to bring them back mm-hmm. um, because they do have some history of Isle of Man to share. Uh, last time, we kind of highlighted Bonneville and went on some fun tangents. Like some really a number, a number of, of fun yes. tangents. I'm sure we will again. So buckle up, <laughs> racers and listeners. I mean, to my right, uh, the gentleman to my right actually shared a ride with Don Vesco. It's Sunny Angel's brother. And to my right. left, we have the curator of because uh, you put so much work into the Sunny Angel archives on Facebook. You can find it as. Sunny Angel, American legend. Okay. Please welcome Donnie Angel and Mark Brush. Uh, good to be back. Yeah. yeah. Good seeing you there, kid. How you doing? Yeah, well enough. Good day. Hey, you know, just <laughs> hanging <day>. in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little Isle of Man is in your blood? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, I see it on TV, which can't really explain what Isle of Man is. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, it's an island. But uh, it's very <laughs> fast. It, I mean, you guys and go. narrow. Yeah, and I can't believe that. Now, uh, back when Sonny first went there, it was like the ton, you know. Oh, man. You know, like they broke the ton, 100 miles an hour. And now they're averaging 135 miles an hour. My motorcycle won't even go that fast. Yeah. They're averaging 135 wow. miles Average. An hour. That makes right. a difference. Yeah, that yeah, makes the a difference. Average. Well, and we're talking about an island. With very, 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 very skinny roads. Yeah, it's narrow and rock walls. Yeah, or bushes. <laughs> they have bushes, you know, for the soft And spectators. <laughs> right. Leaning over. No, no, no soft walls. No, there's no soft wall. No airbags to speak of. And man, and I think the craziest class is the three-wheelers with the sidecars, right? Oh, no, the sidecars are a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that uh, uh, I, I think the the premier class is the real the real, the, the real deal. Yeah, yeah, the superbikes. Uh, and you, I, you know, you watch the videos, and it doesn't seem no. real. No. Uh, it really uh, and then you know, you talk to well, I don't talk to them, but anyway, when they do an interview, they talk about well, you don't memorize the whole circuits 37, 37 miles around. miles mm-hmm. i remember that they don't memorize it <laughs> no you memorize sections you know this is i remember this part i remember this part uh yesterday what's today uh Sunday. yesterday yeah yesterday i went up uh to that uh pala oh, yeah. pala indian reservation for the whatever the motorcycle races and I, I went the back way. You know, instead of going up 15, it takes like, you know, an hour or something yeah, to get yeah, there. Yeah. But I went the back way, and I'm going along by Mount Palomar. I says, man, you know, something happened. I, I must have taken the wrong road because I don't, I don't remember the road. You know, I've been over before. And then I started going through the orange trees and stuff. And I said, yeah, okay, I remember now. But it was a really nice crooked road. It was fun. It was a little cold, but it was, it was a nice <laughs> Oh, road. you're on a bike? Uh, yeah, well, okay. that's how I get like He rode one around. here today. That's how you what? get. Well, he, I said you rode one here today. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to get around. Well, that's why if you're in San Diego, that's what you should be driving. Yeah, well, that's riding. why Sonny moved here because uh, he was, uh, I guess he was here in the Navy, and he says, uh, uh, I can ride my motorcycle year-round <laughs> exactly. here. Exactly. You know? In fact, so, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was kind of raining a little bit out in El Cajon yeah. uh, when I left, and I thought, well, you know, so if it rains, I'll just get wet. You know, Or and, go a little faster. Well, uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Well, are you, you trying fa- to tell me you're getting too old to fall off the bike? Oh no, you don't. No, no, no you don't want to fall off the bike. Uh, <laughs> that you know, you can repair, but you got to fix your motorcycle after you fall off of it. So you, yeah. you don't want to do after that after you get fixed, right? Uh, no, actually, uh, the one uh, my uh, when I had my accident in 1980, the motorcycle was fixed before I was. Oh. Well, that's what I was <laughs> yeah. just saying. Yeah. It oh. takes way longer to fix you. Then the bike can be fixed. Uh, yeah, well, it depends. Depends. <laughs> Dare I bring us back to, you didn't remember the whole route yesterday, just like not all the riders on Isle of Man remember right. every part of the route. Is that right. where you were going with that, Donnie? I think so, yeah. So you just remember a section of yeah. the road, but and then you're it goes going back a, to you. You're going a whole lap, 37 miles. You remember this section, but what about the other 36 uh, no, they memorize more than oh, one yeah. section. Well, those guys, everybody those knows guys memorize uh, every inch uh, of that track. You think? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what Kings I would Cottage think. Every and, inch. Uh, the places like that. So, yeah, you know, you do the section. You focus and then, on particular uh, sections. Are you going? Are you going this year? No. Oh. But. That's a bucket list, her and I have been talking about. Oh, my God. About. I, yeah. I can't believe my dad and I haven't gone yet. I've uh, talked that, to him about that. Uh, what would be grand would be to get a group of people to go. 
and there's people that organize stuff like yes. that. You know, they, right. Uh, right. Yeah. And so, Idea. you know, they make the reservations. Yes. And so there's these people, and, and uh, we watch them on YouTube, and they uh, um, are – uh, uh, they've got it's, you know it's not like a ride share it's share or something no or no no A B and B or R no it's uh, some other kind of a thing uh, they went they took twelve people to Italy and it was only five hundred and ninety dollars a piece and they were there for a week right. but they got a special deal I don't is this know in nineteen eighty two yeah no <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was I think he's stuck uh, in eighty two three years ago oh wow nice yeah. okay so, so it's. Uh, well the, the tours the tours are yeah. the ways to go if yeah. you're going on a tour. Or the only the only other better way to go is if a, a motorcycle manufacturer brings you. Right. Ha, like, now is it true? Because Mark, you'll know this. You'll okay. even know the year and the type of motorcycle. Was <laughs> Sonny the first one to ride a Yamaha? He was the first one to ride a Yamaha. Yes, and to I'll start bet you, with a Yamaha. And I'll bet you he did not pay his own way. Well, he did. I think he paid. No, he, he paid did. his own way. He really? paid yeah. for like no, the they travel. Gave him, they gave him two motorcycles. Just, yes. well, just yeah. to give you an idea, it is crazy because Sonny kept everything. The way bill for sh- shipping the bike. Oh, yeah, wow. Like sh- the ship that it went over on. Oh, that's a- Everything. Is there plane tickets? Everything. Yeah. That must have made your job real tough, uh, huh? For archiving. Well, <laughs> it was a shoebox. I saw a video that you posted on mm-hmm. the Sunny Angel American legend. It was recent. And he was pointing out like a seat and a tank and all this. Yep. I, and I, I thought, did he say he saved 40 pounds or something in some of he the did, modifications? He did, by removing some of the stock stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and an article I read, he made a tremendous amount of modifications. Put a Manx front brake on it. <laughs> really? On a, on a Yamaha. Yeah. yeah. When, then, when the Yamaha came there, they were down at the motorcycle shop, and I was there, uh, and it had these steel pegs on it. So it was like a dirt bike. And that's what the Japanese thought, you know, racing was, was a TT, you know, uh, so they didn't know. And so uh, he had to uh, t- uh, take the foot pegs off, and he, like you said, he put yep. the Manx front brake on there, and he put his seat on there, and... Uh, they didn't run very good. He was having it, piston problems, I believe. He did. Oh, he's rolling his eyes. Uh, yep. get, uh, <laughs> so, when, so, when so the Sonny Japanese took... built the motorcycles, right. they didn't really understand that much about uh, the piston technology. What year was this? 1960. They were not in the motorcycle racing back then. No, really. I think Sonny they was trying to get there. them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, they went uh, back with the factory team the next year. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, just wow. like it's just, just yeah. like one year later. It's just like import cars back in the 60s, right? When they showed up on in the U.S., it was like, what the so, heck? So, Sonny was the first to take a yeah, Yamaha take, yeah. to the Isle of Man. Not, not gotcha. finished. It seized during practice. <laughs> yeah, he didn't actually race Oh, it seized. Uh, it did. Yes, it and he seized. went through he hell all trying, to get, trying to find a, a piston for it. Yeah. He ended up putting a scooter piston in it, a I Lambretta think. A Lambretta scooter piston. Yep. And the scooter piston that had the uh, a ring gap in talk, the wrong talk spot. Talk to your mic there, oh. son. There you go. Uh <laughs> Hello. Uh, the, uh, 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 the piston had the ring gap in the wrong spot. So he hired a, 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 a machine shop, and so he went in there, and he drilled the little hole in there and put a pin in a different location so the ring gap didn't catch on the port. Right. And, well, that didn't work either. Uh, and so the pistons that came in the original motorcycle, he says, oh, the damn things are made out of cornmeal because uh, they, <laughs> they they seized, you know, and it burnt holes in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had a metal box, and he must have had, like, 30 pistons in there, and he sent uh. them all back to ha- uh, Hamamatsu, Japan, uh-huh. uh, with the motor- one of the motorcycles. I don't know what happened to the other one. Uh, and so, yeah, he had a lot of problems. Wow. With so uh, when he brought them back, 
other brother Ray that nobody knows about, um, he uh, uh, he got them to where they ran really good. And we ran them at Willow Springs, yeah. put red fairings on them, and I don't know whether there's any pictures on them or not, but both were painted really beautiful red, and the exhaust pipes were chrome on them, and they rode on the side of them tuned for sound because it was the only two-stroke twins around. <laughs> oh. and, All right, you hear that music? The music's playing. I have to go to commercial to pay for the We have to show. pay for our bills. Oh, no. Bill's uh, always a, uh, a happy guy when you pay him. Yeah, yep. they really, well, they keep the, <laughs> they keep the lights on. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio, <laughs> FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Are you listening to the lyrics? Isn't that your song? I don't know. I don't sing about schizophrenic psycho. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. Eighteen fifteen ninety five El Cajon Boulevard in El Cajon. Go to ElCajonMotors.com, ElCajonMotors.com for all your Ford needs, new, used, service. They do it all. Headlight to taillight, any car in your driveway, factory trained technicians. You can't beat it. All right, Dirt Dude on the line. Hey, Dirt Dude, how's it going? Hi, Dirt Dude. (laughs) Yeah, I was just waiting. I was just waiting. I I know, I know. Well, we've got we got one of those guys that likes to talk. So that's what radio is about. I know. Talking about the Isle of Man, I would I would love to do that too. That's on my bucket list too. Well, we need to get a group together and tour over there. And boy, wouldn't that be a hoot? That'd be awesome if someone knew ahead of time what they were doing. So I, mean, I didn't know much about yeah. it, and then I, I I caught it one time on TV. I'm like, what the heck is that? Crazy! Yeah. They're like doing a hundred and like 130 through town, and then in the opening yeah. and the outside, like there's cliffs and everything, and they're still just like crazy through there. <laughs> their heads inches away from a rock wall. I know somebody opened up the gate to come out to get their milk. Oh no! <laughs> I mean that could be ugly. So you guys had a good night last night. So that confirms I'm never allowed. Back to Barona again. I, I think it was a, a great night, in my opinion. I mean, it was it was just. I thought it went really exceptionally well. I Brittany did really good. Uh, That's I why I can't come days. back. That's why I can't come back. Did, did you tell him where you finished? I finally yeah, she, made it to Tech. I've yeah, never been place. to Tech. Fourth. Oh, I thought it was third. I heard third. Oh, I like whoever told you third. Oh, I, well, but I mean, like. You were you got fourth, and the the thing was, I mean, you were in front of Mikey Hall, who's fast, John Harris, who has a fast car. Um, there was a whole list Devin of like Kelly. we had fourteen, yeah, fourteen dwarf cars show up, and you finished for it. Yeah, that's like, amazing. Yeah, did they come over and the talk? Did they did, the whole time? Did the drivers come over and talk to you? The drivers, we talk a the lot. I didn't hear you, dirt dude. Oh, but, sorry, uh, overstepped. I was just wondering if your power steering worked the whole time. That's what I was going to ask. Yes, it did. I think Darren finally figured it out. Um, he even changed out the switch, but that wasn't it. He says as he was using, he turned it on and started moving it around. He saw an arc over in my, it, like the spark caught in his eye, uh, out of the corner of his eye. And so it was had to do with grounding it and stuff. So oh, okay. It worked the whole time. Boy, that had to be exciting. It was nice to have power steering and you the didn't have to, time. and you didn't have to think about whether it's going to be on or off. Yeah, and I didn't have to drive one-handed flipping it on and off. Yeah, it was nice. Interesting. Well, I mean, for the car count you guys had, and then I, uh, I'll just jump into that. Who Michael Tobiasen won the yeah. the dwarf car main event. Yes. Um, 
I think the hard charge went to Tommy Crow. He started sure. 13th and finished second. Yes, yes. I mean, he had a good run. Yes. Um, Robert run. Peters was in front of you, and mm-hmm. you finished fourth. I was like, wow, you were like right up towards the top. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Well, it was see what happens when you threaten fun. the dwarf division. If you tell them, well, we're going to cut you back, you don't have enough cars, guess what? That took care of that problem. Well, the good news is there's negotiations for more, and Uh, uh, I think we're trying to to sneak in an open comp night and a couple more races to the uh, season, which really would be good because, like I said, Dwarf Christ just got a good show. Um, Last night, we did four hours, started at 7, finished at 11, four hours, and we had – about what 78 cars there big cars 29 small junior drivers we did 12 heats six mains in four hours goodness gracious we we tried hauling through it it was good night like i said we started an hour later uh to get an idea like okay if we start an hour later during the summer is it going to help the temperature time can we get through the night i was a we had a full list with six mains one two three four five yes six big mains and then all of our junior drivers so you know it's that's actually we had yeah we had more than six mains so happy with with the results happy with the results um yeah the car count was good fan count was a little low for for the weekend but it's a holiday weekend but the pitch made up for it everyone there's a ton of people in the pits and then i got there and I was looking through the car count, and I'm like, wow, well, it's going to be no one here this weekend because it's a holiday weekend. And then, like, everyone just showed up. I mean, we had <laughs> – our smallest division was nine, and that was the IMCA stock car, street stock division. Mm. That was nine. Everything else is over that. Four, uh, 19 mm-hmm. pure stocks. Pure stocks represented well. Wow. I was like, this is going to either be a crash fest or a good race. And it was a, it was a really good race. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's what you're. That's exactly what you're looking for. How Paul Dyke? Um, how Paul Dyke did it last night? I'll, I don't have that in my lineup right now. Okay. I'm just going to go through the lineup real quick of who I have. So Cody Isabella and a Sportsman Mini Dwarf got a main event win. Um, Melanie Ross and a Masters Mini Dwarf main event got a got a main event win. Um, Gage Baldwin got a main event win in a Junior Sprint. And Luke Paps was on a uh, super modified mower for a main event win. Did you hear that, and Donnie? Lawn mowers. They were they oh. were racing lawn mowers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that thing it torqued over. They I go. mean, it was like it was a yeah. handful. It was like you know a full on dragster right. in uh in a in lawnmower. Aren't they running yeah. nitro? Aren't they running nitro? Oh yeah, the 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 the, the, the super modifieds can. But they go all the way down to the box stock governed, uh, just a stock mower. Yeah, Steve said it looked like somebody literally just mowed their lawn and decided to race that day. I guess one still had the blade on and everything. (laughs) (laughs) But you can race anything. Wow! Right. Yeah, people you do. You know, that, you, uh, uh, you got two of anything, they'll race them. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Two of anything. <laughs> Britt Griffin uh, and was the modified other modified that uh, mower that got a main event win. We had two different divisions. Oh, from. I see. Racing at the same time. There was two different divisions. There, there was pretty much like the stock or just modified stock, mm-hmm. and then the ultimate super modified got stocks. Um, into the big track. Our IMCA uh, Northwestern uh, Sport Mod main event winner was Dave Capella. Oh. And 
Of course, in the Dwarf Cars was Mike Tobiasen. Um, Modifieds, Chaz Baca out of Mesa, Arizona, had a birthday today and got a main event win last night. Wow. He raced two cars. That was pretty crazy. Jeez. He raced a, a IMCA st- a stock car and then also a Modified. There was a couple people who did double duty. Um, Edward Finger got a main event win in IMCA Sport Compacts. Had a good turnout from them. Um, the actual winner got DQ'd for a technical difficulty. So I had pictures of them, and I had to go take – I went in the pitch afterwards. and like, hey, Edward, can I get a picture of you? And I'm like, this is what we're going to post for a winner picture because there's no winner circle oh. trophy or, or picture like that. Uh-huh. Well, you learn from all that stuff. Um, Nathan DeRagan uh, came out in a, pro, in a pure stock and got a main event win. And uh, Brian Fitzgibbons oh. had just a strong stock car, mm-hmm. IMCA stock car, and just – he ran that night good. Like, he had this thing on cruise control because it was out in front. Uh, he actually ran a modified two, and then <clears throat> was it Chaz Baca ran both classes, and Chaz Baca came in second on that IMCA stock car main event. Um, I have notes here I'm going to go through real quick. Next race will be June 11th. We're going to be featuring IMCA modifieds, IMCA sport compacts, IMCA hobby stocks, Southwest Lightning Sprints with wings, IMCA stock car street stocks slash street stocks, uh, pony stocks, and our driver, our junior drivers, mini dwarfs, and junior sprints will be on the eleventh. Right. Race and Brittany. Nope, she's off. Dwarfs were the not on the off. schedule. Oh, yeah, we were given eight races. We're five through, but maybe we'll get another one. Yeah, they we'll bring see. twenty twenty-five cars. My car's cars. in one piece, so I can probably race. Yeah, you didn't bend <laughs> nothing. That's gonna be busy. I'm like, it's going to be a busy weekend then because we have a race on the 11th, and Dave offered me up, and I've got oh, yeah. the position now of doing the oh. Firefighter Demolition Derby at the Delmar Fair on the 12th, yeah. and then I go to Colorado for a wedding on the 13th. <laughs> That's all just two weeks from now? Yeah, and he will not be able wow. to talk at the wedding. I'm just going to tell you right yeah, straight up. Uh, sit back and I, sit. i, I got to see how it goes. <laughs> oh, well, my, my throat's wow. always wiped. And I was doing them on a Saturday, and I and I had radio the next day. But yeah, they asked me if I knew anybody that could fill my shoes, and I said absolutely, Dirt dude. Yeah, as long as they run them on Sundays, yeah. it's his gig to to give up. She's I mean, announcing. I was like, the okay, demolition. we'll give it a try. She's like, you come highly rated. I'm like, wait till we work together, and then tell me. That. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Hey, after if you want me back, that'll be like, okay, I did good. But yeah. if you're like, yep. yeah, we'll find someone else for next no. time. Or, I, I'm gonna or, tell you right now, if they, time, I'll I, be like, okay, dude, I know how you are. If they continue to run these races on Sunday, it's yours. I'll just put it to you that way. I know what <laughs> I and I would not stick my neck out to the Burn Institute. If I didn't think you were going to do a good job. I met one of the drivers at the Lakeside Rodeo. They sure. had the car out there, oh, yeah. and uh, they had a couple of the drivers out there. They're trying I'm like heck. I'm going to try to get them on KUSI before the event. Oh, I can't now because I'll be gone for two weeks. Yeah, because it's, right it's right around the corner. All right, bud. It's good, yeah, yeah. Ta- good talking to you. Yes. Next week, we're going to have a driver on. Yeah. CJ Marin's a firefighter, and he's racing in two weeks. There you go. We're having him on next Be week. there, be square. All right, buddy. All right, you guys. Good have chatting good with weekend. you. Thanks, sir, dude. Enjoy Enjoy your brisket. All right. I'm waiting on it. (laughs) Yeah, bring us a sandwich. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer.
All right, folks. Welcome to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Paris Auto Speedway, one fast half mile mm-hmm. clay dirt track. If you ever want to get the thrill of your life, go on up to Paris Auto Speedway. Go to parisautospeedway.com. Check out their schedule. Find an event that would satisfy your need for speed. And when you get there, have as much fun as everybody else does. Scott Delosi on the line, the voice Scott. of Paris Auto Speedway. How you doing, bud? Good. How are you guys doing today? Well, we're not. In fact, it was funny. I told Brittany what we're going to talk about. Tires. And she's running on <laughs> four four year old tires because yep. she can't get it. My any. front left is four years old. My front right is only two, but has a plug in it with a slow leak. Right. And that's my best front. And hold to the backs. <laughs> the backs are new. I was able to get rear. Uh, so you got to find each. some front. Yeah. So, so you are you having the same problem in the divisions you run at Paris? The whole country's having problems with it. Right. Um, it is up. It's it's rough. I mean, there have been sprint car races in, you know, some of the major sanctioning bodies that have can, had to cancel races. Oh, really? wow. that bad. And I was talking to a guy. Um, one of my friends owns a USAC National Sprint Car, and he he told me, he texted me something just right before I called in. Um, they're issuing a card or something at Indiana Sprint Week where you can only buy one new tire a night. I was just thinking, like, I don't want this toilet paper drama happening with tires I where a couple people it. hoard all of them and then the rest of us can't race. I think you got that. I'm problem. sure there's, I think that's been going on already. Grr. You know, somebody just thinking ahead. I'm, the same guy I was talking to. You know, he sent me another text earlier today, and it's not just tires; it's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy—I mean—they run a national sprint car with USAC. Um, they put a piston through the block last night, <laughs> and uh, he—you uh, know—I asked him. I go, "When are you going to get it back? When are you going to get yeah. fixed?" He goes, "We've got one we've had being refreshed in the shop since March, and they can't get valves for it." Whoa. So now this one's going to the shop with a hole in the block. Yeah. Right. And he goes, we've got a third one. We're going to have to start running. He goes, but it needs to be, re- it already needs to be refreshed. He goes, that was like our second backup. Oh, wow. So it's not just that. I mean, you know, you talk, we had Don on your show mm-hmm. a couple of years ago talking about that new um, crate sprint car class that runs oh, back. Yeah. They're trying to bring out here. We've had to delay that to two seasons now because nobody can get blocks. Oh, interesting. It's just hard. It's hard to get stuff. Um, the same sprint car owner was telling me, you know, today about the uh, the tire, the card for the tire deal, and the guy who had the piston or the rod go through the block last night. Mm-hmm. He's saying a lot of the bigger teams in sprint car racing have been buying up a lot of the engines. Uh, <laughs> who are they going to race? It's a mess. Who are they going to race if they have no one to race because they have each all other. the goods? Each other. No, oh, but <sighs> hey, money talks. Yeah, but I'm a teacher. I don't. I don't get to talk much. Apparently. Well, it, it doesn't have <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with your salary. You just can't buy them. If you could have bought them, you'd have. I bet you'd have ten tires. No, in your I'm car. not going to do that. I saw like no. eight two thirty fives, and I'm like, I will take one. Yeah, but okay, ju- too. I yeah. went back and got one more. Shouldn't you have a set a year? That's what all I wanted to treat myself was a pair of new shoes from a little girl. Yeah. And I couldn't. I still can't, can't get front tires. But I know I'm not alone, but I just hope the toilet paper drama truly doesn't happen at every level. 
You think? Do you think going directly to like Hoosier would work, Scott? Shh, don't tell. Hoosier people. doesn't have any tires. How? Hoosier and American Racer, their competition, they're in the same boat. There's so, not a lot of, uh, to make it further. There's uh, a famous tire manufacturer, parts manufacturer, and go karts, who I know the owner of, and I'm sure you know the name real well. Um, they're having the same issue with go-kart tires. No. Who makes the tires? Not just spring wow. cars. Where do they come from? Stock cars. What's that? Where do the tires come from? Outer space? or? I think know? he wants to know what's truly slowing it down. Yeah, truly basically, yeah. They can't get the products to make the tires. Right. And where do the products come from? Uh, you you know exactly. <laughs> it's not Indiana. No, no. it's no. not Indiana. So uh, to at least have some positive vibe in this segment, I've really enjoyed the people you've been sending us lately, Scott. Oh Thank yeah, you. no kidding. Oh my gosh, we've had some fun I interviews. I couldn't find anybody today, so you get the class drip when you get me. That's not where I was headed with that. I just have really enjoyed some of the no, latest you, people you yeah. set us up with. Well, I mean, we'll try. We'll try not to send idiots. So that's why. You thank get you. <laughs> thank you. No, there, we've had there, some. There are some idiots out there. Yeah. Well, but the only thing is, you got to give them my contact info because I want to give them free TV. And so far, nobody's followed up. But they got to get off. I their tell bus. them that all the time. You they know, might live too far away. Oops. I think that's one of the bigger if problems. If Paris is their Paris. home track, they might So I need to move away. to Paris with KUSI no, TV. No, please don't do that. No, just don't take it personal that no, they're I, not calling you. I don't take it personal. No, you just, you just come up for a race. You stay, camp out in the parking lot and do yeah. a remote. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. All I got to do is get somebody to write a check, but that's another story. Yeah. I would love to. I mean, if I, if I could talk my station into giving me a truck and a camera, I would love to come up shoot the race and then you know break it into segments and run it in the you know late night news or the next morning news but sure i haven't pulled but that's i'm still you know i'm one of these kind of guys i don't give up i just keep pushing so yeah so i want to know if you guys raced last night yeah we ran sprint cars and uh imca modifieds oh okay Um, memorial day weekend I mean, there's when I worked in Speedway motorcycle racing back in the 1980s, there was a reason that Labor Day weekend, Memorial Day weekend, was always back in the day before, you know, snowflakes got involved when you could have yeah. box night. <laughs> because the crowd would be down. So, you, you know, any girl who wears a skirt, you still get in free. So that'd bring more guys out. But, uh, you know, um, it was it. always Memorial and Labor Day weekend for one reason. Um, you're going to get a smaller crowd on the holiday weekend. So our crowd was, for a holiday weekend, I guess it was good. Yeah. But it wasn't up to the normal standard last night. We had a good was... field of cars in both classes. Well, um, I think everybody raced I, I, last night. Well, that's true. We had modifieds, I think, last night. And Barona didn't have the biggest crowd. No. Probably for the same reason. And I'm sure Cocopaw ran. No, I didn't think they did that think so? at the same time hey, as Barona. But... Scott, you're a motorcycle guy. You ever hear of a guy by the name of... Uh, Sonny Angel? No, I haven't. I'm sorry. Oh, we got his uh, brother. I'm a motorcycle guy. It's pretty much stuck on one sport, and that was Speedway. Yeah. And I and think some flat track, but mostly Speedway. I read somewhere Sonny tried flat track once and was like, this is not for me. Is that true? <laughs> uh, he may have. I'm it might sure. have actually been in this article. Uh, do you I, know? Went, I went out to Briefly. Verona on my 50th birthday. Uh, McMurrin said, hey, Donnie, come on out and uh, race. So I had a little 250 Ducati. 
And uh, I, I kind of put it together, and I did finally pass tech. And you know, I was kind of done. <laughs> well, what you I need to do is go to Paris. Yeah, where it's well, stupid you know, Paris, fast. France, and get some food. But uh, uh, um, on my fiftieth birthday, there's a three-eighths mile track, and I went two hundred laps around oh. there. And the next day, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, I did. We got to get back yeah. to Scott since this yeah, is okay. No worries. Yeah, that's. But I just didn't know if you may have known the name because, you know, that name is he's it's been around. But I know you're you're a more speedway guy, and I didn't I didn't think to ask if he'd done any speedway uh, racing at all. No, one once. So with that being said, who were the winners last night? Do you have that off the top of your head? Yeah, Cody Williams, uh, two oh. in a row. Oh. He God's been racing like fourteen years, and until two weeks ago, he had won one main event. Is that Cadillac um, Cody Williams? Yeah. The guy yeah. that called yes, in. Yes, the guy that called in. Hey, I told him. And he was great. He was really fun to he, talk he with. He was hilarious. <laughs> and we told him, if you win, it's because you've been on our show. <laughs> he, just called, he just called in and he won. And he won. It's he so was a riot God. to talk to. I really enjoy. He's a football fan. That's where he got his name from. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. You had Cadillac and you had Bullet. Oh, yeah, last week. And so we had these two racers, two different r- racing you know, genres, but both had pretty, pretty good names. cool nicknames. Yeah. So it was a good show. That son of a gun. He so won. you need yeah. to call him up and say, hey, I hear Dave says that Dave and Brittany said that if uh, you won, you need to call back. So that will that'll give you an extra caller for, maybe for next week. Well, he's a good good interview. Yeah, we'll do it sometime uh, maybe. Whatever. Um yeah, coming up later in the month, he'll be back at Paris on the twenty fifth. Yeah, because he's he's and he's he's a really really good Easy interview. To talk to. Yeah, he fits oh, really he's well. A great personality. I mean, he's he's not a real brash guy. No, you know he's not a braggart. He's not a brash guy. Right. Uh, like I say, he's been racing. I want to say fourteen years. He had won one main event until two weeks ago. And now he's went back to back. He's got. He's finally got. He had backing before. Yeah was very good but he was still learning the ropes now he's he knows the ropes now and he's got some really good backing right and they just added a brand new sponsor last night too oh so congratulations that so that that's oh. really paying off for him so he's got to be in seventh heaven then. yeah i would think he is yeah i, I would think i would think so too what about the other division uh, the race That's his first win at Paris, by the way. And it's a race that goes back to 1948. Starting, not we started then. What am I saying? Um, Starting 1948 with sprint cars. And actually, it was the Roadsters back in that day, the predecessors of sprint cars. Um, They started this race called the Salute to Indy. And that's been going on since 1948. His dad won it in, I want to say, 83 or 85. Wow. And his one younger brother has won it two times in the last five years. Son of a gun. And now he wins it. Now he wins it. So they that's just got to cool. get the littlest brother in there. And then oh, boy. After that, they can wait a few years to get their kids start doing it. Is Cadillac the one that got into racing because his dad broke his foot? <laughs> and they're like, throw him in. Was that that interview? I yeah, he he got into the CRA portion. He'd already been running sprint cars, learning his trade somewhere else. Yeah, but well, I think his dad good. broke his foot, and they needed yeah, somebody in the car that night yeah, or something. Like, Throw him in. Yeah, it wasn't that <laughs> night, but it happened, and yeah. they were looking for somebody, and the car owner suggested to put Cadillac in there. Yeah. 
the name. I love that Cadillac. All right, buddy. It's always good talking to you. Hopefully you have a, a great day off tomorrow. You're not going to work too hard. Uh, you know, I kind of took today off, so I'm going to be working tonight and probably back to the regular. <laughs> Oof, back to the grind. In the morning till 10 o'clock grind uh, tomorrow. All right. Well, go get them, Tiger. Good talking to you. All right, man. Paris Thank Auto you, Speedway, folks. Go to parisautospeedway.com. You'll be totally left out if you don't check all the races at Paris. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk with Mark and Donnie right here on Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, <laughs> FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue, next to the Santee Drive-In, in-house dyno. Anything they do to your car, they can prove it. Check them out at certifiedcarcare.net, certifiedcarcare.net. All right, Brittany, who'd you bring in? Donnie Angel and Mark Brush. Hi. Just, what, decades of history, decades of stories mm-hmm. about going fast. From Bonneville, Island Man, Island Man and, and Elm... Mirage. Elmer, Land Speed. Land Speed. Yeah. 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 So pull your microphone. Was, so oh, let's, uh, go to, let's go to Mark for a moment. <laughs> okay. Because let's talk about the archiving aspect yes. of, of Sunny Angel and, and the gang. It's fun because you add stuff all the time. I follow. You need to follow. Did, have you followed? I think I do. He doesn't follow anybody. No, I follow. I recommend, and listeners, I recommend following because it's like what a is new it? jewel. Sunny Angel what? So, uh, on Facebook, it's Sunny Angel American Legend. And then on uh, Instagram, it's Sunny Angel Archives. It's cool. Every couple of days, something new pops up. Something new. You learn something new. You get got tens so what of got, what thousands got you of into photos it? to go. What got you into it? Uh, well, um, Sunny. <laughs> Sunny did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, so his wife, Chris, passed in 2011. And uh, her dying wish to me was to take care of Sunny. So, but as I started getting Facebook, into Sunny Angel American Legend. So, as I started uh, the process, and, and you know, Donnie can attest to this of cleaning the house and the garage. Uh, <laughs> what, I, what I got from Donnie is just throw the match and just burn it all down. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's it was literally finding uh, filing cabinet drawer shoe boxes. You know, there's pictures here and slides there, but Sunny didn't go anywhere without a camera. So that was from, and he went a lot of, he went like, a around lot of places, the world. Pretty much from 37 until 2011. It's and he just, made friends around the world. Yes. Not 1837, it was 1937. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, so just ended up with tubs full of uh, pictures and slides and been doing a lot of scanning. Kodachrome. Kodachrome pictures from 1951, 52, 53, Isle of Man. Just stuff that's been coming out, but. And you are painstakingly looking at this with detail. So there's this one guy, uh, the Vintagent, uh, Paul de Norlands, that uh, as we've been going through and finding photos, Sonny had taken a picture of a villa set at a race in 1960 with a disc front brake. <laughs> and he's like, there wasn't any disc front brakes until <laughs> right. about 1967. And I'm like, I took a picture of the slide with the date June 60 yeah. stamped uh-huh. on it. Of like, yep, here's a front disc brake. And it, lo- it looked like something from an airplane that they'd mounted to a motorcycle. Probably was. Probably was. <laughs> yeah. 
But, I mean, uh, isn't that where they got all their parts, basically? They yeah. would scrounge. Aero- aerospace. I still love the idea when you could go to a NASCAR race and if the race is over, come outside and your lower control arm's missing. Right. And there's oh. a note on the window. Oh, my gosh. It says, I'll bring it back to you as soon as, as, soon as we get to the pits. <laughs> well, because that's what that's what we you guys did back in the day. Parts departments didn't have everything you wanted. No. no. You either had to make it or find something that was close and modify it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been. So, how neat. much are you done yet? Are you still oh, done? Oh God, no. no! I don't think so. I think there's probably six tubs of photos and slides I haven't touched yet. No negatives. I, yeah. I just can't believe how much history you know, and you and you really only just begun this ten, eleven. Yeah, about 12. seven, eight years ago. Oh, eight years. Ago. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say months. No, no, no. Started the process uh, of like learning bits and pieces. Pull that. Mike up. No, just bend it. There you go. Uh, Sonny, you're talking about Sonny was definitely, Uh, Sonny was a hoarder. Yeah. In in the best way. Yeah. Uh, Just, well, you know. Yeah, but okay, if he was a hoarder, did he save paper bags? Did he save newspapers? No, No, he only saved. he was not a hoarder. He's a collector. He's a collector. (laughs) Well, yeah, uh, that he had a collection of um, uh, those little music boxes. He got, you know, I don't know how, he probably had 10 or 15, 20 of them. And he had a collection of spoons. He must have had like... A hundred everywhere spoons he went, maybe in the out. Everywhere he went, uh, and he collected uh, uh, stuff. And uh, uh, you yeah. preach into the choir. Well, I'll tell you this. So, yeah. So, yeah, yes. How many radios do you have? I Dave? have twelve tall radios. I've got nine cathedrals. I've got all the M and M's characters that are you four have feet a, it's tall. Amazing radio. No, but if I will. If it's your thing, that's amazing. Okay. Well, I, I'm just. It's like it's, and you know what it is? It's a chase. Mm-hmm. Is it when you see it? Yeah, go ahead. No, oh, finish yeah. that. No, finish. I was just going to say, and it's the thr- and, I, and personally, when I was little, I didn't have a whole lot, mm-hmm. so I figured, well, now I'm capable of having a whole lot. I've got uh, what's it, Hamilton? They used to do small motorcycle models. Mm-hmm. I have every one of them. Wow. Gas pumps. I have every one of them. Uh, unit. I have a Dale Earnhardt display. I have every one of them. I have every pin of every race you ever won. Yeah. And I asked my wife, I said, do you think I'm OCD? Brittany's Brittany's been waiting. I just would like to know Michelle's answer. She's still laughing. I love Michelle. She's still laughing. Um, So, but part of me, you say thrill of the chase and that. But I think for Sonny, what he might have held on to, they were one of a kind or the first because he was innovative with fairings. So the thing, yeah. So the thing I'll say about Sonny is that he. Years before people realized there was value in certain things, he yeah. knew what he was doing he was did, important. Yeah, he's. I read somewhere, I wish I could remember, but he like threw a, a car engine into a motorcycle yes. and brought it as a prototype, and they're that that's yep. ugly. But then, like five years later, the next company went on to do it, and he's mm-hmm. like, But you could have had it first if you, you know, Sonny, oh. Sonny put a Hillman Imp car engine in a norton atlas motorcycle Uh, trying to show norton that they should be making a four-cylinder bike yeah and they said no thanks and everybody makes a big deal out of von dutch putting a volkswagen motor in his bike which looked terrible but sunny you know in the fairings and the he made the the fairings and uh uh, a race fairing sold for 98 dollars and so my job uh, was to put the fairings in a box, and I made the little uh, mounts for them, you know, mostly for BMWs and Nortons and some other stuff. But the best one was 
uh, I put a racing fairing in. We had cardboard boxes. We put them in there and pack them all in. And, thought, and it went to ghost motorcycles. And I mean, I was a kid, you know, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. This is going to ghost motorcycles. And I had no idea who ghost motorcycles were. But uh, uh, then um, he, he kept improving the fairing. And, and they were well made. A guy had one on his, uh, uh, I think it was a Norton. Uh, and he was down in Mexico, and he ran into a cow, and it killed the cow, and it cracked the fairing. It didn't break. It didn't, <laughs> didn't break, break the fairing. Didn't, didn't break. break the fairing. <laughs> so I've got one of those fairings, and I'm thinking about putting it on my piano, uh, uh, my Yamaha. <laughs> so, uh, and, and because it's real odd looking by today's standards, mm-hmm. but they were mm-hmm. extremely functional. He put a thermometer in the fairing, and it was like you know he was coming back from Mexico City with George Pena, mm-hmm. and uh, it was 10 degrees warmer inside the fairing oh. than it was uh, on the outside. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. So uh, uh, what oh. I think would be a good thing to do would be I've got a friend that lives in Texas uh, that we're going to put that I'm going to try and talk him into putting the BMW fairing on the BMW. And I've got Max, uh, Mark gave me a. Uh, an ES2. Well, yep. the other motorcycle that they took to Mexico City was a, uh, a Norton International. Well, you know, it was a nice motorcycle, but it leaked oil. And so uh, what would be cool to do would be to do a reenactment of that. You know, get mm-hmm. some people that have GoPros or cameras or brains or something and go, uh, ride back to Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just to, because it's, it's an adventure that somebody took a long time ago. Yeah. And he had them painted. The, it says Sunny Angel Motorcycles on there or something. Like that. They were painted down in Mexico. So some Mexican painted that, and he did a really, really good job, you know, the lettering on there. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's an amazing uh, adventure before anybody else did something like that. And people don't do stuff like that anymore because, you know, they buy a Honda Goldwing and it's got everything on it. It's got right. a stereo and a stove and everything. Uh, uh, so it would be fun to do that. Uh, but, you know, like people that do stuff like that get people to sponsor them or to help them. And, you know, like uh, I never got anybody to help me do anything. So so uh, let me ask you a question. You have help. Do you want to thank your chauffeur for bringing you guys in? Show. Chauffeur. That person sitting over there on the couch. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you brought this poor girl in. She's been sitting here as quiet as a mouse. So I thought it would be nice if you thanked her for being your chauffeur today. She's my niece. I had a feeling. That's yeah. my baby girl. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. I, yeah. I had yeah. a feeling. And she's a, a very fine lady. Very good. Yeah. You were waving at her. I seen you yeah. waving at her. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I just thought it'd be nice. And what's her name? Autumn. Uh, Autumn. All right. Autumn. Next time, you're going to be on radio. See, I knew she'd do it. I like the way okay. she's thinking. So, what are you going to do at the? Go ahead. So, I have an amazing video of how old were you? Maybe five, five or six. We did a video tour throughout the house and the garage. Whatever yeah. I hadn't started yet, uh, and it's her walking around pointing out things in the garage. Oh my! And the video ends in a. In a very funny way. Are you going to write be? a book? Are you going to write a book? I will probably. I've got some people that are nudging me on doing a coffee table book, mostly with pictures. But, you know, these articles like this are, are well written. You know, I don't have enough to be able to write, like, a lot. You don't have enough yet. I think you have you enough. You haven't gone through all the yeah. other boxes. No. Yeah. But it's photo, very he difficult documented to, his, to be a scribe, to write something down. Well, to put down. the pieces right. together. Yeah. That's yeah. your job. 
Right. No, man, I'm, I'm unemployable. Uh, <laughs> well, I heard that. All right, folks, we're going to have to hit the dusty truck. Guys, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. I'm sure you'll be back. Don't go anywhere, oh, yeah. folks. I, I Gun Owners people, Radio uh, coming say, up next. Uh, uh, something about work, and I says, well, I was FM 96, one AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.